it's about Form 706 NA. The Form 706, so when someone passes away, and there may be at the federal level, so I know the U.S. state level, there's a whole myriad of rules. I'm just speaking right now about the federal level. A federal tax return may be due, right, when, when a loved one passes away. A federal, so I, I know it's a hassle. You need to deal with so much, you know, other, you know, there's so many other priorities, right, to, to think about, well, I need to file a tax return. Yeah, but hey, it's a thing. So, you know, we, we had a few clients some years ago who had questions. So basically, we deal with a lot of mixed nationality couples. That 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 is one of our specialties, mixed nationality couples. So one U.S. exposed partner and a non-U.S. partner. So that, that, that is pretty, pretty standard. So, and when, you know, unfortunately the U.S. exposed partner may pass away and the non-U.S. partner is left to deal with whatever. Of course, we advocate proper estate planning. This makes the whole process of succession and, you know, succession in terms of assets moving from one generation to the other or to the the partner and whose name it may not have been but uh unfortunately that is not always done so things have to go through probate there may be estate taxes due etc cetera, etc cetera. so anyway so there are situations or sometimes where someone may have worked in the u.s at some point in time and they would have made investments and then they left the u.s and or they may have surrendered their passport or green card or their residency or, or whatever. So the, the point is that you have some, you have an asset, a US scientist asset, normally real estate, normal or stocks, shares, because you, you think about that so many, the US stock market is uh, probably the most active, vibrant, attractive in the world right now. So you have so many people from outside of the US investing in shares in Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, whatever the case may be not being aware of the fact that in the, the event of the untimely death, there would be U.S. tax filing requirements, assuming that, uh, well, there, there'll be there potentially U.S. tax filing requirements. So as a result of the number of cases that started coming in our door, uh, we wrote a pretty comprehensive article, which, you know, thanks to our SEO team, it's ranking in the top three in the world. When you when you Google Form 706 any or Form 5173, we, we're up there. So we get these sorts of inquiries almost every day. So the, the point is this. So you're not a you're not a US person, or the person may have passed away with assets in the US. And whether or not you're a US person, US tax filing may be due. So and when you approach the brokerage firm or you you approach a financial institution, they said, sorry for your loss, sorry for your loss of your partner, whatever, or your parents, grandparents. But in order for us to transfer these assets, these financial assets, usually to your name, we would need to get an IRS clearance certificate. The IRS clearance certificate is otherwise known as a Form 5173. And in order to get the clearance certificate, you would need to file a tax return and pay any taxes that are due. And typically, the tax return that is due would be a 706NA for like a non-resident alien, a non-American, basically. You could say, you can put it that way. And it is one of perhaps, you know, dealing with the art, it could be one of the lengthiest and the most frustrating processes. And we've seen 
clients go through so much hassle with it when they try to do it on their own. Even if you have a professional working with you, I don't know what people, no, no matter what they tell you, what whoever is trying to pitch you to do it, it's going to take at least a year. It comfortably takes a year. Hopefully that processing time will be faster now that the IRS has got this additional funding. But and during COVID, it got worse. It, obviously, because of the extenuating circumstances, it easily took over a year. Before COVID, it was around a year, around a year. Before, after you submit the return, you have to pay taxes due. And this is another point of contention. The assets would not be released to you until the taxes are paid because basically there's assets in the US, the and estate taxes due. You cannot use the asset, you cannot use the funds in the account to pay the taxes due on the account. You need to source as the beneficiary or the administrator of the estate or whatever. You need to source funding on your own settle the state tax bill and then afterwards only afterwards when the funds are released to your uh custody can you be made whole again but it creates a huge cash flow issue and yeah it creates a huge cash flow issue and we've seen so many clients they, they start the process and when they realize what the tax liability is We've seen so many have to walk away and leave the funds unclaimed in the account because they cannot afford the money. They cannot afford to pay the tax bill. Other, other than that, you can take a loan. You know, they have, if you have access to credit, you get a loan, pay it off, knowing that you can repay the loan once you get access to the account. But it, it can be uh, an emotionally draining experience, of course. It will be a financially draining experience because you have to... Um, unfortunately, find the funds to pay the taxes before you can get the funds. And then it is trying on your, on your patience because it just takes a long time. The IRS takes a long time to get this done. So, so, so yes, and this, this question is being asked of us because this person has used another tax team to do it and the tax team abandoned the process midway. Part of what is required by the tax team that you're going to retain, I'm not saying that you necessarily need to use us, but whichever tax team you need to use next. First of all, you have to understand that whatever work that person did for you back in 2019, it's over. So you can't, you have to start the process all over again. Chances are you need to start the process all over again, especially if you never got some, any sort of correspondence from the IRS acknowledging receipt, issuing you a tax ID for, for either yourself or the estate. You need to start the process all over again, uh, unfortunately. So, and the, the part of the responsibility of the tax team in a situation like that is to actually reach out to the IRS and to follow up uh, because, yeah, that, that it's a manual, uh, very time-intensive process. So, it, you know, human beings need to get on the phone, need to, there's an email address that sometimes you need to correspond with and, and so on and so forth. So it is a very time-intensive process and a, a very labor-intensive process. So please keep that in mind. I'm sorry, unfortunately, you need to start the process over again and you'll need to pay. If there's no record of the taxes being paid and you cannot prove that the taxes that you say were already paid have been paid, you may need to pay them, pay them again. But then that's part of reaching out to the IRS and trying to figure out what's going on. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve. 
the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.